0: Choice
1: I leave to you. Hello, and welcome back to Keanu Believe It, the Talk Film Society podcast that is all Keanu Reeves, all the time. I'm Sam Van Herren, assistant editor at TFS. And a lifelong fan of the singular Keanu Reeves, I will be your guide through his diverse and interesting career. Each week, a guest and I discuss a film from his filmography, which we're working through in chronological order. On this episode, we'll be discussing *A Walk in the Clouds*. Uh, joining me to discuss the romantic drama is Lexi Van Dyke. How's it going, Lexi?
0: Good. How are you?
1: Doing very good. Uh, since we're uh, since this is your first time on, uh, what do you think of Keanu overall?
0: Uh I love Keanu. Actually, my love of Keanu stems from my mom's love of Keanu. She he is her first real crush. And I <laughs> have always heard about him my entire life before I even knew what a crush was or what is it what like <laughs> to like anybody. My mom has right. lo- has been in love with him ever since um uh, Point Break, and um, and this movie actually is really where it all started for her. And then she has, like, watched every single movie he's done pretty much <laughs> since.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, so she kind of uh, – it was kind of inevitable that you were going to be a fan of yes, this then, I guess
0: I, I don't like, find yeah. him – I mean, obviously, he's a very attractive man, but I don't find him as – Crushworthy as some people do. I find him very fascinating as a person and his whole, mm-hmm. his whole life, his career ever since, you know, been being a film fan, his career is, right. is extremely diverse. So it would make sense. You would do a podcast on all of his films because they differ very wildly from each, from one to the next.
1: For sure. Uh, I mean, even like year to year, it's like quite, kind of crazy watch seeing how, different one he will do it from the next one and it's yeah it's definitely a good
0: yeah because the one he did good before content, this was johnny yeah. mnemonic which is right such a crazy movie and he has he has this tendency to bounce between like romantic kind of more dramas to like these insane sci-fi um high concept films
1: right yeah for sure uh and so yeah and going from that to uh, you know, uh, period set, uh, romantic drama, uh, is, yeah, kind of can't be any more different for sure.
0: No, and, and he, and it's kind of interesting that this movie in particular, how he works, cause he's, he tends to be a more, he tends to fit more in a more modern. Uh, Mm -hmm. or you could say that's probably why he does so well in these more sci-fi films is because he tends to fit well in those kind of more modern settings.
1: For sure. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think it works a little better here than it did in uh, one we covered earlier where around the same period, uh, which was tune in tomorrow, which uh, if you go back and listen to that episode, uh, we did, me and I guess did not enjoy that (laughs) as much, but in this one, he's not. Yeah. I mean, He's playing a Californian in this, so it kind of, it like, he's not trying to be some, uh, like, a, in that he's trying to be, like, a southern gentleman. It just did not work. But.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, when it comes to accents and anything post, or, like, pre-1900, it doesn't quite work. Mm-hmm. But here it works because it, it's, he seems to, he's very earnest, and so it works very well right. in this time period when he's coming back from the war and everything. But we can go over that a little bit later. <laughs>
1: Right, uh, so yeah, speaking of uh, a walk in the clouds, uh had you seen this before?
0: uh, yes, a hundred million times <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's great, so uh yeah, I'm glad to have you on then, cause i I hadn't seen it I uh-huh. well, actually like when i hadn't seen when I haven't seen one, I kind of like having someone who has, <laughs> just so it you know kind of an interesting conversation, but yeah, i. Uh, so are you, so I take it you're a fan if you've seen it multiple I
0: have. This was, uh, you know, this was, as I said before, my mom's love of Keanu definitely influenced Mm -hmm. my love of Keanu. Um, but this was definitely a movie. It's not, it's like a romantic movie, but it's not like super, uh, super adult. So it was something like she could definitely watch when I was younger and it wouldn't really affect me or leave any, you know, negative impact. You could say, um, it's just, it's very calm and mellow and like, Mm -hmm. uh, it moves along. It's pretty, it's pretty fast movie for like a rom-com. It moves pretty steady and it's pretty, pretty short, but, um, it's, it's not overdrawn out and it doesn't have anything that's too adult.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it it's very it's it's even it's PG thirteen, but it's barely PG yeah, thirteen. Exactly. Like it's today, it would be easily a PG. Like it's uh, very tame compared to a lot of. I mean, the most thing which yeah, well, let's let's get to do it. Uh, so <laughs> it opens with. Uh, a, I like the opening uh, where it's kind of like a newsreel. Yeah. Uh, where it, you know, it's uh, black and white. And it's like I think it almost. It, I think it, it even used some stock footage. Yeah, it's it's uh, really it
0: seamless because yeah. it moves right into that um, of him coming. I think it's he coming in on a ship, and he he's yeah, coming yeah. in on a ship, and it it has that whole really dreary kind of look. So. it's one of the it's a transition that works because it's very seamless because it goes from this kind of uh choppy like sepia stock footage into like this scene on a dock where it's darker and you know it it has that and everyone's in their uniform so they're all kind of beige right so it it works really well
1: yeah it shows how uh like uh right away how good the uh, period setting of this is done. You know, like a small, pretty small budget. Yeah. It, they did a good the job. The thing of... I
0: always loved about this movie is it looks really good. It's all kind of in one color, which mm-hmm. is interesting, but it looks really sharp and it, it's still distinct. Like what you'll see when we move on later in the plot, like to the other parts, but it, it's, right. it, if anybody watches it, I hope other people will watch it. Uh, they'll kind of see the cinematography stands out.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, right away, I noted, I before watching this, I had no idea that uh, Emmanuel Lebeski shot it, so, like, obviously, he's, you know, yeah. won three Oscars in a row, so he's obviously, a, he's one of the greats, uh, and he, this is one of his earlier movies, and he clearly was uh, really talented right away. Yeah, so.
0: he was, like, stretching, he was stretching his legs in, like, this period drama that you don't really have mm-hmm. to, because, you know, all all the period set pieces kind of do that for you, but he is showing them at their best.
1: Uh, Yeah. So it uh, basically uh, Keanu plays a guy named Paul Sutton uh, back from uh, world war two. It's, uh, I guess he's in the Navy. They don't really say, but uh, anyway, he's in the military uh, and so he's back uh, and he's looking for, he's talking with this guy, uh, you know, saying that uh, he's waiting for his wife uh, who he's basically, Basically, got married and then, like a lot of people back then, were you know right before they shipped out, they basically married the girl, whichever girl yeah. they were dating at the time.
0: It, it's it's such an interesting thing to think about versus everything where, like nowadays, people don't even get married anymore, hardly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But back then, right. they were just under this hu- huge stress of um, going off to war, and it, mm-hmm. the the way they him and Deborah messing playing off of each other when he arrives to the apartment is like. I can imagine a lot of people probably went through that realization when they came back from, you know, being shipped overseas.
1: Right. Like we were maybe 16, 17 year old kids and now we're like, haven't seen each other in years. Uh, We have nothing in common. Uh, So yeah, it's very, it's, uh, it's honest and it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that like it doesn't like paint her as like a bad person. Or no anything. Just no like, she's
0: not she's not really painted uh, in a negative light at all it's more it's more the fact that the fact that they rushed into it is apparent right away, and they they use the the point of him sending her letters every day and her not reading it as, as right. it's like a very it, it's a very succinct way of getting to the point of this you know the fact that they are very different people.
1: Right, and that that he like, yeah, that he they makes a point to say that he wrote a letter to her every single day, and so like they even show like a uh, this huge case full yeah. of letters, and it's clear that he's been having like a one sided conversation with uh, a person. Yeah. So, and also, this is uh, I think
0: this is Deborah Messing's first film, which is interesting.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, she's and she, really only she's literally in two scenes. She's only but, in like, two yeah, scenes, yeah, she but
0: she's. A, she's, she's she's yeah. very, she's a very distinct, like she has a very distinct look and she also has that like red yeah. hair. So she like stands out and makes an impression even in those two scenes.
1: Yeah. And it was, uh, it was for me, it was striking as how kind of different she sounds in this movie. Like if this was the first time uh I saw her in something and then like, maybe hadn't seen her in a while, but, uh, I mean, she's probably doing. She's doing a bit of a voice, she's doing like a, you know,
0: a something with cool, yeah. her voice, and it's yeah, something. <laughs> she's definitely. She's trying to. I think it's kind of like a Brooklyn gal kind of thing, and uh, yeah,
1: even though they're living in San Francisco, yeah, but, you know, I,
0: I'm not fun. exactly <laughs> sure what she's doing. I guess maybe she moved there after the war. I have no idea, but she's. It doesn't sound like any accent in California. Um, as a person who's from California, it doesn't sound like anything
1: from here, right? Yeah. Uh so basically uh he's a uh you know chocolate salesman and she's all like uh she says like right away that are you going to keep doing that so we can have money yeah. so we can uh you know uh so clearly she's and he doesn't know how to react to this. I mean right now he's like okay, I haven't seen you in a while so we'll, you know,
0: I guess I'll head uh, out again. <laughs> so basically
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh but then basically so yeah, he leaves in the morning uh and clearly he's just uh, doesn't really have a goal. I mean, he there's talk of maybe he had a job, uh, you know, interview or something yeah. in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. They're not entirely clear about it, but anyway, he's going. He's leaving San Francisco. Yeah,
0: he's ki- he's kind of. And I think that what he talks about in the or what he tells her about in the letters is like, you know, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do when I got back, and you know, I I still don't know, and I'm trying to figure it out. And she's like, No, here, just take this job as a, you know as a way to kind of give him purpose and kind of get him out, I guess, again.
1: Yeah. And that's clearly not what he wants, but also no. that uh I'm not I'm not sure exactly of when this uh, there's a couple he has a couple of wartime flashbacks. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was I'm pretty sure it happened between like after they uh slept together mm-hmm. again and then like he uh so his first uh sequence, like it's basically him uh, kind of combining his memories like there's a it shows like an american orphanage mm-hmm. on like a beach in japan uh while he's also seeing his friends die yeah. and stuff so it's showing okay. his like basically he it's, does a good job of kind of telling us his story without having to just have a big exposition exactly. dump, like and uh, that's a really good well done and the uh, i was surprised i did not expect kind mm-hmm. of Intense war. I mean, that's where the PG-13. Yeah. Really I, I guess from, that is, like. is
0: where it comes. And it's, they aren't very intense. Like it's not saving private Ryan or anything, but right, it, it right. gets the point across. And, and that's another way that this movie is really succinct. Cause, um, mm-hmm. Keanu is not really good at the whole giant monologue thing. <laughs> I, right. I would say that's not yeah. his strong <laughs> point as an actor. So, him yeah. saying all of that and being like, I went through all this war would not be as effective as showing these like little snippets that are only a minute, but they tell you exactly what you need to know,
1: right? Uh, so he uh, jumps on a train, uh, headed for Sacramento, uh, and he immediately runs into the because he's distracted and uh, runs into this woman who's clearly really upset mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kind of stressing out about something we're not clear, but uh, basically they have this. It's a mute cute but then, you know, she uh, pukes on him (laughs) because, okay, you know, like that's. uh, You find uh, out later that she's
0: pregnant, so she has morning sickness, basically.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So they, uh, but they swap tickets. That's the big inciting uh, incident is that, uh, which isn't really clear that that happens, but then Mm -hmm. we realize that. Uh yeah they show for just ticket. a
0: minute, like it falls out of his hand or something when she pukes on him. Right. And then like they yeah, yeah. she's like, Oh I actually puked on you and they just like you know, it's like fumbling mess kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Uh and they uh but they basically so now he's stuck in uh wherever small town that she dropped off yeah, in because wherever they both get dropped uh, off at. She had his ticket. Yeah. yeah. Uh and so then he but he doesn't seem really upset because like again he's Really, just trying to figure out. Yeah, he's, what he he's not wants to really in a hurry, hurry
0: so. to get where he's going.
1: Yeah, uh, and then yeah, and then he winds up on a bus, and then of course she's also on that bus, uh, and that's actually where they're talking, and they have obvious and really quick chemistry, yeah. and uh, it kind of buys you into that. Okay, I get it. We want you
0: know, yeah, to <laughs> see these two together, even though it's we've not going to be Debra messing. It's going to be uh, this other one, right? Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, and then uh, so basically they start. Uh, chatting and flirting a little bit uh, but she's clearly you know uh, oh and earlier she like dropped a picture frame and so she's like upset Mm -hmm. Uh, clearly she's got some family issues and that's what we're going to get into Uh, but first these two jerks start you know harassing her he uh, you know defends her but then they all get kicked off the Mm -hmm. bus except uh, of course it's you know it's the forties. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's
0: not the greatest of times.
1: Uh, yeah. And then, uh, but basically he's walking and then again, uh, he runs into her again, uh, basically on the middle of this dirt road. Uh, and it, this is her stop. And she, then they start actually you know, introducing each other. Um, and she reveals that she's pregnant from an affair with her professor. Mm-hmm. And again, like we don't, it's really quickly set up. It's not like... I think in another movie we would we would see all of that happen, you know? Yeah. But, like, this is basically just saying, that's fine. Yeah. We just need to set up the stakes and it's, it's all good. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, you find out, yeah, she's pregnant from her professor. She's going to school, I'm assuming, probably Berkeley or something like that if she's coming from the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And um, she's really upset because she has to go home and basically be an unwed mother. And she, you know... She is. I think she's. I don't. It doesn't say explicitly what they are. I'm not sure if they're Mexican or is there some yeah, kind of I, South American? I, you know,
1: I think they're Mexican. Yeah. I think at some point it says that like her. Yeah, he says like her dad says something about you know hundreds of years of uh, Mexican, proud Mexican family or something. But yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's really just one line and then. Uh, but anyway, they live in basically they're you know. Uh, immigrant family living in uh who've lived but they've lived in uh Napa Valley. Basically they have a vineyard. Yeah, they have uh,
0: her family has a vineyard there and so that's where she's going back and um
1: it, Yeah and her father is really traditional mm-hmm. uh so she's basically mm-hmm. afraid that she'll he'll either you know mm-hmm. disown her or she says like you know he'll kill me. Yeah. Um but uh and then uh so basically Keanu comes up with this idea to pretend to be her husband so that, uh, she, that they'll, and then he'll just abandon her, uh, you know, in front of them so that, uh, but at least it's like she was married and then the guy's a jerk. Exactly. So So her, her, her
0: her place won't be quote unquote tarnished by being an unwed mother.
1: Mm. -hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So then they, uh, she agreed know, reluctantly agrees to this plan. Um, and then he, – so he's selling chocolates and there's this great moment where they're like – like right before they go in uh, to meet the family, he's like, let's get these uh, – they have like these fake uh, – basically candy wrappers uh, as their wedding rings. Yeah, and, I,
0: I like that yeah. touch. It's really cute. And it also is like a, a sign of the times of like being a candy salesman and having these super fancy candies that have like these like fake <laughs> rings on them that you right. can use. It's, it's a nice little touch.
1: And then, uh, yeah, so they're basically there. It seems like he's confused at first why she's there in the middle of the road, Mm -hmm. but then we find out that it's basically this, uh, they, it's very, it's almost like a storybook where like they walk through a a line of trees and then there's this, uh, impossibly beautiful, uh,
0: it's, it's amazing. I I actually am from and I live and I've worked in Napa and that's kind of how it is. You'll just like go down a road. I mean, obviously it's all paved now, but you'll just like go down a road and then you'll be like, Oh wow, there's a vineyard right there. And, uh, there's a lot of those around here. And I, I think like, as I was talking about the cinematography earlier, one of the best things about the film is that it kind of definitely shows the beauty of Napa and it's just, it, it's, it really is stunning.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and uh, yeah. And then again, we see just the, uh, the kind of beautiful cinematography that Lubezki mm-hmm. known for. And it's like the very, almost all of the movies shot yeah. either at night or you know, at the golden yeah, hour. Yeah, so exactly. It's just a really great looking movie. It is. Yeah, for sure.
0: And also, the score is really good too. The score yeah, always for sure. sticks uh, out to me. I feel like it's a score that a lot of like r- romantic movies in the '90s stole because it sounds. Right. It's very distinct, but like it, it left an impression for uh, other films.
1: Yeah, and uh, the cool thing is, is, uh, so the director of this, uh, Alfonso Arau, uh, actually is, the, so, I do uh, the movie Three Amigos, one of my, you know, yeah. great comedians, like, he's the villain of that movie. <laughs>
0: oh, really? Uh,
1: El Guapo is the director of this.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, uh, he directed, he was an actor first, and then he directed a movie, uh, that got nominated for Best Foreign Film, and so basically, this is like the one right after yeah. that. So they wanted, and I like that idea that this movie kind of feels like uh, it's kind of a like a Mexican film that yeah. happens to have uh, Keanu Reeves in it. It
0: really is because the entire most of the cast. I think there's only one person who's Italian and or Spanish. Yeah, her
1: dad. Yeah, the guy that yeah the guy that plays her dad is uh, an Italian. Yeah, actor, but, but everyone
0: else is Mexican or you know South American, and it's. A really great, ta- great cast. Everyone in it is amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean Anthony Quinn uh, plays his uh, her grandpa. Yeah, he's uh, he does he's a great. great he here. has all
0: these like little one on ones with Keanu, and kind of he's mm-hmm. kind of like the guardian angel who like is looking out on their relationship and is like, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't leave yet. You should stay another day, and he kind of encourages what he sees in them as like chemistry.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. And the, again, it, it also just in terms of the tone and the, uh, I feel like, uh, the kind of how sincere it is. And it's very, uh, you know, it's not subtle at all. I feel like it's, it very much feels like, you know, a Mexican, uh, romantic drama. And so I think if you approach it as that, that you're going to enjoy it a lot more. Cause, yeah. Like, otherwise, if you're thinking of it more as a Western type of, you know, American movie, it's, you know, it doesn't play that way. No, really. it doesn't. So, uh, but yeah, so they get to the vineyard, uh, which is called, which he says is called uh, Lost New Base, which means the clouds. Mm-hmm. So there you go, the title. Uh, <laughs> but immediately her dad starts shooting at them. Like, so it's, it's like, we understand why she's uh, nervous. Yeah. You know?
0: he He's definitely set up as kind of like a hothead and he, you know, lays down the law pretty pretty quickly with them and what he expects out of Keanu.
1: Right. Uh, but then, you know, and then so like, it's the classic uh, where she first, he just, you know, thinks that they're intruders. So he starts shooting. Them. <laughs> when she says they're married, he like doesn't put the gun down. He, you know, points it right at him. So like, again, we get like, so imagine how she, he would have reacted. Uh, knowing, you know, if, it, if she wasn't married, quote,
0: Yeah, right, exactly. So, uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, but then, yeah, and then there's this great scene where, like, uh, he's uh, they come to the house uh, and like her dad's losing his shit, and then uh, but they're all just like, whatever, you know. The rest of the family's like, it doesn't matter. She, we love her. We're gonna yeah, be okay with it. And he's like, completely shocked at this. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> it's it, the the kind of what the movie sets up is these two different kinds of ideas of honor. Like, there's this old school mm-hmm. honor that her father represents and like you know taking care of his family and always putting them first and he like talks about how he tried to instill that into her and her name is victoria i don't think we've mentioned that yet
1: oh we didn't yeah her name is victoria (laughs) Yes. yes
0: and um so and then you also have Keanu, who's kind of like this more modern honor where he's like going to stand by deborah messing even though he doesn't particularly want to be with her or love her but he's like he made this commitment to her who's so going to stay in this relationship he's going to go have this job that he doesn't particularly like but he also does this right thing by victoria of you know trying to set her up with her family so that she doesn't have to deal with um right this kind of yeah. un this kind of un this kind of old school way of doing things.
1: Right. Uh, I mean the plan, uh, and you know, initially was again, like he was literally going to introduce to the family and then, you know, be gone the next morning. But, uh, it's clearly he realizes immediately that like both he wants to protect her, you know, he's like, he cares about her immediately. And also he's just a good dude. Like he's completely just, you know, kind of a selfless guy. And he, uh, but also he still has struggles later on, but, uh, anyway, the, uh, yeah, so they do a good job of setting up, setting that up like why he would want to stay, even though, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously they need to stay cause the movie needs to be long. It
0: to be <laughs> yes, <certainly. laughs> Just, it has to be longer than, be already, you know? than one <laughs> night. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a romance. We all kind of know what's, what the end game is. It's, it's more how you get there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and then uh, he kind of – she reveals, uh, you know, the classic thing where, like, all the women go to prepare the meal yeah. and everything, and they have this conversation with – she has this conversation with her mom and her grandma about – they kind of throw in that maybe she was, like, being arra- – had an arranged marriage or something, yeah, like her dad's well, going to marry like, her off. Yeah, of like this kind of, like,
0: old-school idea of, like, maybe someone else has a – a winery down the road and they have a son and you know, she's going to get married and that way they're it'll be doubled and their wineries will be doubled in size. And it's like just very, really this old school way of thinking, but nothing was, you know, set. Um,
1: right. I mean, it's something they like, yeah, kind of throw out there just, uh, and then it, they never mention it again, mm-hmm. but it's like, basically he expects a lot from his, uh, family, you know, and they, so that night at dinner, uh, uh paul Paul of reveals that he 's an orphan, and then like her dad kind of makes fun of this like of course if you know we have four hundred years of the best Mexican families <laughs> and now you 're a nobody and have no you know no past or no future and uh again, this is stuff that they could just uh you know if they're pl- clearly their plan is more you know it 's out the window like they care about each other and they're want to stand up for each yeah. other uh and, again, I think uh, with lesser actors or lesser uh, direction, we would really not really be able to buy into that. But I think uh, their chemistry is just so good. And, again, Keanu is just – everyone likes Keanu, so, like, you can understand why.
0: Yeah, I think I think the reason – another reason it works is because he is just, like, one of the most earnest. Like, he has, like, one of the most earnest faces in Hollywood. Like, right. it is – you believe every word – that's coming out of his mouth. It doesn't matter what he's saying. Right. I think that's why he works so well in like the sci-fi movies and like the matrix and stuff like that also is that you, when someone says like technological mumbo jumbo, you're, that wouldn't sound <laughs> as well. If it came out of someone else's mouth, you would not understand right. like be like, all right, okay. I mean, on this concept, it's the same thing here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean and then also they're just both really attractive people exactly. so like you're going <laughs> to in an, in, a, in a vineyard uh you want them to get together. It's like it's uh yeah, it's yeah. just that kind and of we're thing. coming up
0: on like one of the most romantic scenes ever where they um where he helps her. So basically because the, they're in, in Napa and you know the the grapes are really fragile there. Um Right. There's a frost in. And so we get a
1: hard, yeah, hard frost sets in overnight, yeah.
0: And so they have to do this thing where they um, basically have to use these big things that look like butterfly wings and move the hot air around the grapes so to protect them from the, the frost so it doesn't destroy mm-hmm. all the grapes.
1: Yeah, I mean, so it's, like, really hot. They're sweaty. It's dark. It's, light. you know, the, the lighting's amazing. Yeah. Uh, there's this, the music swelling. Like, clearly, you know, uh, they're... Falling for each other yeah. immediately. Uh, and, but who wouldn't?
0: You know, <laughs> exactly. When you have that kind of setup, how are you not going to fall in love with each other?
1: Uh, yeah. And, and then there's this, yeah, before that there was a scene in, you know, like in the bedroom of them, like, you know, him doing the honorable thing, yeah. you know, laying on the floor and everything in there. But then again, like they're bonding and uh, clearly they both want, you know, uh, they want the kind of the same they both, they have the same values. They have the same, uh, desires to, you know, try to figure out their lives and.
0: Yeah. And they uh, kind of show that. I mean, she's, I mean, I think Keanu gets uh, obviously it's from his point of view, which is kind of interesting right. for a romantic mm-hmm. film to have it kind of start and end with his point of view. But they kind of show right. like she went to school. She's in school. She's trying to, she's getting her master's degree. So she's trying to improve herself. In, in that way. And so they're, they're both on this trajectory to consistently try and prove themselves and find their way. And I think that's kind of where the connection comes from is that it, she's also someone who's driven and he's driven. And he doesn't quite know what he wants to do yet, but he knows he wants to figure it out.
1: Yeah. I wish, I kind of wish that they would, I mean, again, it's a, it's a slight, you know, it's just a romantic movie, but like, uh, I wish kind of that they would have, uh I don't know cuz they mentioned this that she's like going for a master's degree and then yeah. they kind of never talk about that again yeah. like it's uh she kind of gets uh gets a little bit of the shorthand in terms of the
0: She does. Uh, it,
1: arc and growth which is a shame but again it's like I don't think it breaks it but it would have been even more uh interesting if they had gone, you know. Yeah,
0: it definitely would Even just
1: the Go ahead.
0: It just it would it would have added a little bit more dimension, I think, to give right. her a little bit of backstory and maybe like have a little bit of that juggle at the beginning, where you see where they are both coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she's you know she's a more you 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 understand enough to understand where they're both coming from to yeah. to make uh, it so feel that real.
1: Was... right. Uh, so then, uh, the, again, so the initial plan's out the window. They clearly have this, you know, romantic moment where he's not gonna just leave right yep. away. Uh, and then, uh, and then he's about to leave again, uh, and then, you no, know, yeah, th- that morning he tries to leave, but then, uh, runs into her, uh, grandpa, Don Pedro again, Anthony Quinn, <laughs> and then this is the first of their. I really love these scenes. Uh, the, just these are Anthony the, Quinn and Keanu of the Reeves. These are the best scenes
0: that, mm-hmm. and it's. It's great to see like an actor like that and, you know, you feel when they're talking like he's 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 imparting wisdom without being, you know, overt and Keanu's listening right. and not disregarding it and he's like absorbing everything. And it it's just they're just like great little scenes in the middle of the in the couple points of the movie.
1: Yeah. And uh basically he says like that uh, says, you're not an orphan anymore. Like Welcome to the family. And this is immediately like, he's going to feel bad if he just leaves. Yeah. Uh, you know, so he says, fine, I'll just stay one more day. You know, help out with uh, the grape harvest and then I'll leave. Um, but again, like that just keeps happening. Like every time he's about to leave, he's like, why though? I have no, you know, this is yeah. a nice, I've never had a family and they're welcoming me. And, uh, you know, and then Keanu just does a great job of selling mm-hmm. the, you know, his longing for both, you know, his restlessness, but then also realizing that this is what he wants, even if he's, you know, denying it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, they're, you know, right before the harvest, uh, her brother comes to town. Uh, and clearly, <laughs> Freddy you know, Rodriguez. Out that, yeah. Uh, and Pedro. Uh, so he, and there's this great line where he's like, he introduces himself to Keanu as Pete because he's like. Yeah. Uh, and he's one that doesn't have Like he doesn't have an accent, so it yeah. makes me think that like he's more uh, a little bit. He's
0: the most uh, Americanized,
1: immersed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but he, uh, and then there's this great line where he's like, and he's like, "Who's Pete? Uh, I don't know." That made me laugh. The, yeah, the, when the
0: dad like, said, "Who's Pete? Yeah. I know Pedro. That's who I pay a million dollars for in tuition at Stanford." You know right. I know this movie very well, as you can tell. I'm not even reading that off of anything. Um but yeah, it's a really <laughs> great line of like the clash of the parents versus the kids and you know, the more old school versus people who are, you know, trying to be more modern. It's it's a great it's a great little piece of dialogue.
1: Yeah, and then there's this uh, so while they're picking uh, you know plucking the grapes, there's this funny uh where uh Paul and Alberto—that's her dad's name—start uh, basically competing to see who can, it's a classic. Like, I'll show you. you know, kinda, <laughs> I, uh, I love
0: that scene. It's like just a—it's just a few minutes, but and then you hear the, like the score ramp up, and you see everyone see them competing, and it's really funny. Right.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and but also like it's the first time you see Alberto kind of like. Break down a little bit, yeah, like exactly. lower his guard. Like maybe I like this guy, even though we're <laughs> uh, you know fighting. It's it's a classic, uh, you know, the guy and the dad. Yeah, so exactly. It, but it works uh, really a, well. yeah. a
0: son-in-law versus the father-in-law competing.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then this is where they uh, so clearly they have that you know romantic night weird thing with the wings mm-hmm. and the fire and everything. So. Uh, now, but then this is where it, like, really, you know, the tension goes up another level where they're, like... They're grape-stopping. Uh, they're crushing the grapes, yeah. and this is a great scene. It's, like, really, you know, the music's fun. Uh, all the women are, you know, crushing the grapes, and then she pulls him into it, and then clearly they're... They're
0: all dirty and covered in grapes, and then they get yeah, yeah. all, <laughs> you know, ramped up and start kissing. And then he's like, I can't do this to you, and he, once again, he's too honorable to cheat on his wife and do it to...
1: Yeah, he's basically like, I don't want to hurt you. Yeah, you know, exactly. he's like And there's this great line where he says something to the lines of, you know, you have no idea how badly I want yeah. this or whatever, but, like, I wouldn't hurt you that way. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, he's saying that, but at the same time he realize that he just, maybe he just doesn't want, again, his whole life has been basically uh, himself or, you know, going through uh, bad stuff. So clearly he's also afraid that he's going to get hurt. Yeah. So, like. It's the classic that kind of thing, you know.
0: Yeah, he doesn't want to get hurt either, and he just want to hurt her.
1: Right. Uh, so then, uh, the next, you know, the next day, uh, he's about to leave again. But then she starts having some, you know, pregnancy issues yeah. again. I thought for a second that it was going to go that route of like, oh no, she's going to have, you know, like something severe. Yeah. But it's really just she's just having. Some kind of you know contraction yeah, or some kind and, of
0: like pregnancy pain that can happen, yeah right,
1: yeah, uh, but then, so you know he starts like trying to uh comfort her, but she's like again, you you said you were gonna leave, so leave, you yeah. know it's like, I'm gonna have to deal with this myself anyway, so the the, the, might the, as well the chemistry go.
0: is boiling up too much that one of them is gonna do something, and so it, it's it's reached the impasse that it
1: needs to, yeah, uh and. Uh, but then there's this great, uh, scene where he, he's like, he's looking for her, but he finds her dad, uh, and basically kind of confronts him for the first time saying like, uh, you know, why are you so, uh, cold? He he even says that, like, Mm -hmm. why are you so cold and distant to your family? And, uh, you know, he says, I do this for them. And then, uh, you know, but he starts saying how wonderful his daughter is. And of course she overhears. So, uh. Uh, and then she goes to her mom and grandma and starts crying because, like, clearly, yeah. clearly they—it's uh, a classic thing where they were pretending to be in love, but they actually are now. Yeah. And uh, but again, it's all—I feel like lesser performers, it just wouldn't work. But it just—I don't know—it just works for the in this. Yeah. So yeah, there's that great scene between uh, yeah Keanu and uh, again, like just Keanu doing the, what he does best, where a few words, but it's all in his. Uh, expression that he's you know we cl- clearly uh he's falling for this girl you know um yeah so what happens next?
0: and then he uh, and then i think he leaves and he goes back to deborah messing
1: oh that's right before that uh Pe- don pedro uh catches him right again as about to, as mm-hmm. about to leave uh, and they get drunk and sing and this is a great scene uh again yeah. just them mm-hmm. basically getting drunk and having fun <laughs> with the you know the mariachi band yeah. uh and he basically says, like, if you want to, uh, you know, if you want Victoria to forgive you, you can't, you know, talk because men and women, he says something like, men and women don't talk. You yeah.
0: know, like. <laughs> it's just kind of a, like an old wives tale that, you know, might have right. some truth to it.
1: But, uh, so yeah, so instead he, they do this, he teaches him this, uh, you know, serenade. Uh, but then, so he starts beginning trying to serenade uh, Victoria. And then there's this thing where he says, uh, if her light turns on, that means she forgives you.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but she's kind of delaying it. Uh, he basically starts to leave. Uh, finally, she turns the light on, but it's like uh, he kind of just accepts that this isn't going to work. Yeah. Uh, so leaves anyway. Uh, but I want to talk about just how great these nighttime shots of the vineyard look. Yes. Like it looks almost like like a painting or like a storybook. Like it's. Uh, it's incredible, uh, just how. Again, it shows there's there's a reason that Lubelski is hailed as he is. Yeah, uh, it, it's just really great looking. It,
0: it really shows everything you know at its peak, as where it should be, and it, it sets the mood of like this this romantic place where these two people would, from different different parts, would fall in love. You know.
1: Yeah, it's not going for realism. It's going, like, this is what it, it wants to be. Yes, it wants know, hopelessly to be a storybook. It and, wants to be uber yeah. romantic.
0: It wants to you yeah, at your and,
1: heartstrings. And I think it's all the better for it. Because, again, it's not really, you know, it's not the most original in terms of, I mean, it's even based, it's even a remake of a movie, of an Italian yes. film. But, uh, and so it, I think that's kind of makes sense why they're, her dad's Italian you know, an Italian actor, yes. even though uh, nowadays you'd hope that it's, all you know actual uh latino people but it's fine it it, it still works but uh yeah and so then he does yeah he goes back uh well first yeah and then there's another there's like a lot of there's always it's always another scene of them you know running into each other uh so him and the grandfather. while he's waiting in town uh yeah he's waiting in town and uh but then this is finally when uh alberto kind of has a big change of heart where he's like uh okay i'll let you know, let's have an actual marriage. You know, let's have a wedding. Let's invite the whole town. Yeah. Um, but uh, finally Victoria admits that she needs to just tell her family. Yeah. Like uh, this is never going to work out. Uh, just uh, so she tells them, and clearly her dad's upset. Um. But her, again, her f- really supportive other members of her family, you know, fully.
0: Everyone's very supportive of her, except her father, yeah. who's, you know, upset that he kind of waned his, you know, strong position and, you know, mm-hmm. is, is kind of upset that maybe they won one over on him or like now he's, you know, doesn't have the, sh- the strength of his word he might have had. But it's also sad for his daughter, I'm sure, because I think you could feel yeah she really loved him.
1: Right. Uh, so, again, and then this is finally. Yeah, this is finally now. <laughs> we finally got to the part where he does go back.
0: Yeah, there's like a lot of little parts. This yeah, this movie's for sure. like very chopped up into like little tiny parts that I'll, there's not very any long scenes really.
1: Right. Uh, so, yeah, he hitchhikes back uh, in the car. This guy, you know, this guy picked him up. He says something about, uh, you know, he says, "What are you doing in these parts?" And he said, "I was walking." In the clouds. Like, again, Aww. title of the so movie. Cute. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. so he, uh, you know, all sad, goes back. Um, they show her dad, like, getting... The time, timing of this is a little odd. Like, there's this part where he goes all the way back to San Francisco. And they show her dad, like, you know, getting drunk and being angry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, then, uh, and then at some point later, when he comes back, he's, like, still at that same... Tape,
0: yeah. No. Okay. yeah yeah the, the timing doesn't quite
1: work, <laughs> uh yeah, but I like so then yeah, he goes home uh, and then uh he finds that uh all the letters have been read now, so like his you know, his, after ever missing his wife read all the letters, but she's also sleeping with another guy, so like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, and so basically they she's like, it's okay, I read all the letters, we were this never would have worked, yeah, uh, we want different things. Uh, and you know, she says she already has the annulment papers like yeah. ready to sign. Uh,
0: it, it's a, And he's like, it, it's a very quick out. <laughs> it's a very quick, like, okay, we set this up at the beginning. Like they're not going to be together. And then at the end, all right, it's all done.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, but also just to have this moment of like, he's like, okay, yeah. cool. Perfect. I'm happy. And then he runs back. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought initially I thought it was just going to be kind of a, you know, he'd go back and then it'd all be happy. But, it doesn't really work that way. Like, he gets back and uh, her dad's furious at him. You know, like, you betrayed me. You lied to yeah. me in my own home, blah, blah, blah. And basically, during his drunken rage, he throws a lantern. Or uh,
0: he has a lantern on his table or something and he, like, yeah, yeah. knocks it over or, like, throws something and it hits it. And so... Right. Um,
1: And this, this scene, like, I was shocked how, like, kind of dark it gets there for a second. Yeah. Like, oh... All their crops are, you know, just set on fire. Yeah, the entire, where an
0: entire vineyard was on fire. And actually, it I don't know if you saw this in the IMDb trivia, but the screenwriter, uh, what's his name, Robert Mark Kamen, he owns a, he owned a vineyard in in Sonoma. And they asked, oh, wow. like, what would be the most destructive thing at the end? Because they were trying to figure out, like, how to end it. And he said a fire. And then I guess about a year later, his entire vineyard was destroyed by a fire. Oh, wow. It's it crazy. Cra- crazy how pathetic <laughs> that is. But I mean, it really – I mean, I'm from here and we have like fires every year. And it's always very scary and right. how they are because mm-hmm. it just moves so fast. You really have no control over it. And um, the, the, they really show that desolation and so fast –
1: Right, especially back then when there, you know, wasn't, like...
0: There was no fire, like, if you wanted a...
1: Fire repressant, yeah. Yeah, if you needed
0: a fire truck, you were waiting, like, 30 minutes, and then it was already done, so...
1: Yeah, and they even show them, like, taking their clothes and, like, wetting them and trying to, you know, swat the fires out. Uh, Mm -hmm. And while they're doing this, uh, her brother almost dies, like, it's... Yeah, uh, it gets really dark, Uh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then, yeah, Paul saves him, uh... And then basically it cuts to this, just the whole, again, the whole vineyard's on fire. Mm. Um, and then it cuts to just, like, really depressing, like, everyone's covered in ash in the morning. But it also kind of mirrors the flashbacks he had. Yes. So Like, it's kind of showing that maybe he, like, he's finally now, it's affecting him a little less because he's, like, found something. Uh, but anyway, they're, you know, just in this devastation... Uh, but he kinda has this sudden, uh, idea to like, go check by this. Stone place. I him, little... him and
0: the grandfather were walking by there, and he was telling oh, a story right. about how that was the first vineyard that they brought with them. His, fa- his right. I think it was like his his father, his great grandfather, or something brought with him when they came here, and that's where it all started. Because I mean, you can grow vineyards from just one plant. You can just like cut little pieces off. So they're like, okay, right. at least we still have this one part. Like we can we can rebuild again. And so it's like this idea of you know building from the ashes
1: right yeah i forgot about that line yeah earlier in the movie uh her grandpa kind of says something about you know these are your roots like you know the root of your life the root of your family plant it and it will grow like that's the uh yeah and so uh it's all happy uh you know they kiss the, end. the like end even like big storybook <laughs>
0: exactly uh, and, and yeah so. and to once again cap on the fact how beautiful it is it it's one of the few movies that make you know destruction via fire look great because once again it's happening in that that time in in the golden hour i guess is the golden hour the sunset or sunrise i can never remember
1: uh, I mean, I think it's sunrise, I yeah. think it's usually early in the it's, morning. It's but. the
0: early in the morning, like, you see it all come up, and you see all the clouds and everything, and then you see them all go, and then you see him go to the, go to the, the original plant, and they all follow him, and it's really, like, this, it just, it makes it all look really, really beautiful.
1: Yeah, and there's this great, uh, of, like, it shows the devastation, and then has, like, a, it, like, dissolves into... Uh, you know, it back the next year or something. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's just a, again, it's, this is just a really nice and charming movie. It's not like, it's not super challenging. It's not, no. uh, but it's just, it's just kind of, I, I have a hard time understanding how someone could like dislike it. Like it's at, le- at the very least, it might not be your favorite, but it's like, it's just so sincere and charming that it's like, It'll win you over, I think.
0: Yeah, it's definitely sincere and charming. It's definitely... And I was was watching it this last time. I was like, wow, this is kind of what, like, you know, the Hallmark movie... Like, you know how Hallmark movies have, like, Christmas movies and stuff like this? They're kind of taking from this template a lot and, like all of their movies are kind of like this, but they don't work as well because they're not as sincere. They don't have as good as actors, but they don't like, no one really makes these kind of movies in Hollywood anymore. Like, so Hallmark has kind of taken its place and they're not as good. So this is like a much better version of those kinds of movies. If you want something kind of enjoyable and beautiful to watch that's, you know, not completely depressing.
1: <laughs> yeah. One funny thing is that like it says there, earlier in the movie, it says like a Zucker brothers production. And so it's, it's actually produced by the, like, the guys who made Airplane and the Naked Gun. Like that's the kind, It's kind of funny that they produced this that's movie. so but,
0: interesting. Uh,
1: yeah, I think it was just they were, again, they were reading that these kind of movies are popular, so they're like, let's make one.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly. Know, we got get, Keanu. Get a movie star. We got, you know, yeah. let's do a remake of this movie that, you know, won a lot of awards. This director just got nominated. Let's put all these pieces together and make it work.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so for the most part, it's just a uh, – uh again it's not it's not one of his best it's not one of it's just a good enjoyable movie of I would Keanu say it's like definitely one retracted. of his
0: better like of the romances that he's done it's his Oh for sure for one. sure um like you'll you'll get to like Sweet November and stuff like that and Destination Wedding I actually have never seen The Lake House which I need to watch I think I just love him and uh Sandra Bullock and Speed so much it's hard for me to go back go to them although i've heard good things like they have great chemistry together how could they not but um i don't know but i think it's definitely one of his better dramas or like romances one of his more serious movies i guess you could say
1: yeah and sometimes it's hard for him you know he doesn't always get the best uh chemistry with you know the lead but in this one it's just it just worked out really well yeah uh, definitely Yeah, uh, thanks so much uh, for being on, Lexi. Uh, no
0: problem. Do you have Thank anything
1: you. that you, yeah? Do you have anything you'd like to plug before you go?
0: Um, well, I you know sporadically do a romantic comedy podcast called How Do You Not Know, and I also um, write for fthismovie dot uh, dot com. Every once in a while, and I'll be doing something for Scary Movie Month, which we are now currently in. So I am putting my romantic comedies on hold for the next uh, <laughs> thirty days or so, as I uh, roll out all the horror movies.
1: Awesome! Great! Yeah, it sounds, it's time of year to do it. Yes, uh,
0: exactly. I kind of put one in every day.
1: <laughs> yep. Awesome. <laughs> thank Thanks you. again, uh, and thank you all for listening. Uh, join me next time, where my guest and I will be covering Chain Reaction. Until then, keep being excellent to each other.